Hi, Adrian here. This is Newspaper People, my novel for NaNoWriMo 2021 I'm recording. So this is Chapter 1, Red Rose Way. Be careful with the sugar shell that is your heart, for you will find the world can be full of evil. I did. I was a girl who lived on Red Rose Way once upon a time. I was a girl who believed in Cinderella and that men would love me as if they were Prince Charming. The first man that breaks your heart will be the worst, for you will never be able to love again, not the way you love in your 20s. I would rather not see you make the mistakes that I did because I don't want you to have to carry the thorns. I suppose that was my father or what was supposed to be my father. Instead, there was only a blank that ended at 13 when my mother said, I'm stronger than any man, and I am both mother and father to you. Maybe she had to say that, as women have to say many things to their daughters. He broke my heart, that is all I can say. He cracked the sugar shell into a thousand tiny pieces and she wasn't even watching me by then in the way that mothers have to let their daughters go. I wanted to study art as I had always studied it all my young life in college. I thought that my life would be about making art as growing up all my mother's friends did that. My dad did that and my uncle did that as men are free to do whatever they want most of the time. How light their lives are compared to ours. You open to them in a series of petals that they plunge into. Choose the right one. Choose the one who actually does love you. It's not easy being a muse. He called it documentary photography. I called it love with a capital A, only it wasn't love. He was married. I didn't know that at first. I didn't know I would be an amusement he planned on using, not just to make some art. He thought I was beautiful, and so he hatched a plan. On a low stone wall, I sat fiddling with a camera my uncle had left me a Russian Laika from the years he was abroad on his films. It was all I had left of him in the years after he passed. People took stills then all the time. Daddy took them. My grandfather took them. My uncle took them. And you learn to trust the lens with men that you love. He didn't take pictures that way. He took them like secrets like snares. If only my father had known. That's what I thought then. Didn't he care about me either? He was the biggest pornographer in Hollywood at that time, way past the era he made surfing films. It was 1980 in Los Angeles at Santa Monica College. Let me see that camera, my teacher said. He had plopped himself down next to me. 
on the low wall where I was trying to load Tri-X. He was tall and too thin, and his clothes were stupid, like a square's. He wasn't even handsome. He had intentions. He wanted to grab a girl. He did this from a position of power because he controlled her grades. That is how things worked then. Have we always been lesser than? Or is that what they think, trying to scale the walls Romeo once did? The solid stone, the slipping steps, a girl high on a balcony looking down. Maybe it was like that. It isn't something I will ever understand or know. I wasn't an object. I was an artist. I was there to study art. I should have known when he took a 16 by 20 of the class and gave it to me. On the back, he wrote everyone's student number, and on me, he wrote my name. Girls on film. I was an object, or maybe a subject, to a half-rate teacher. It's not like he was Ivy League. Maybe I was just younger, too young to understand him. Some girl who was fresh, some girl who was pretty, some girl he didn't really care about. Some girl he planned on fucking. As I say it, I want to tear his heart out. I want to cut his heart into shreds with my pen for you so that this will never happen to another girl. Maybe there are many who I want to tear to shreds, for they did that to me. I walked in their worlds, the world of men. All of us did in 1980. There were so many dreams for all of us then. Our mothers had them. That we wouldn't have their lives. Our mothers never wanted us to have their lives. Perhaps they ruined ours because of who they married. I never got to ask my mother things like that. How can it be possible for any mother to let her daughter go when she already knows what might happen? She was the only place you could always call in tears She was always the place you could come home. You had to look at her from a distance, not knowing. There must have been thousands of kisses, thousands of kisses on film as he set it up. I reached back into corridors of memory to a forgotten style, a forgotten touch, a forgotten start. I reached back into a forgotten start that had seemed gentle, not the battering ram he became. Roses mean true love. That's what we were taught. Poets compared us to them all the time. His roses would become my downfall. The petals became my tears. 
It was months before we went to bed together in a cheap, squalid little hotel in the middle of Los Angeles called the Back Motel. And I remember the large purple dahlia I saw growing by the door of the room. He must have been thrilled at what he had done. He had gotten the girl. By then I knew he was married and miserable. At least that's how he framed it. I had already been in love once and it hadn't lasted. He was my second. I would never fall so hard again in my life. My heart hardened into a steel door. I ran away from the city of lost angels where everyone dies a slow death under the sun which weeps daily. Friends brought me home into the clean light by the sea. My old friend Jim, who in high school had given me a rose once, long-stemmed a red bud. He and his friend Mark packed me up one day after I cried to him that I needed to end it and that I need to come home. My mom rents out rooms, he said. You can go to UCSB. I thought that would solve things and it would be childhood's exit. It's just that I wasn't prepared for what happened next. I was in love. I was in love and I was leaving that love behind. Jim didn't get to have his father either. None of us did. They pulled massive acts of disappearance. They slipped away unnoticed into the night. All the marriages shattered themselves into tight shards of bitter glass in our childhoods. We became the fatherless kind and our mothers hated men. I hope that doesn't happen to you. Dad was probably screwing young actresses my age, the ones from the blue movies he was making a fortune off of. It's so hard to even talk about it, I want to turn the page. I missed everything after age 13. I missed being able to have Father's Day. I missed Dad getting me a first corsage. Mother decided I should never see him again. It was worse for my little brother. It was worse for my best friend. It was worse for Jim, who was still a baby wanting to marry me. At that time, I thought men my age were babies. We were all just babies learning to navigate as adults. Never give the flower of true love to a woman you don't intend to love. Never give a rose to a woman if you don't mean it. If you don't mean it, you will break her heart. If you break her heart into a thousand pieces, she will never be able to love again. Neither will you. In August of 1981, I came home to the little town by the sea where I grew up. I got a job at the biggest place in town, a place filled to the brim with newspaper people. Maybe some of them saved my life. At least I had a job. I was like my mother that way. 
I wasn't going to have to depend upon a man to leave me crumbs. Maybe that is who all of us were then, the women of the second wave. We knew that we would be going to work. And we knew we were going to go to school. And we knew we wanted marriage and a family. It's just that none of us knew how hard all of that was going to be. I can tell you I was in love with the man who brought me roses and photographed me endlessly. Maybe he saw me like a model, or maybe he was just documenting his life as an artist. Maybe he saw me like a muse in a time that he hated his wife or was bored with his wife, and he needed something clean and fresh like petals in a many-petaled heart. Maybe I was a fantasy he knew he could never actually have. Maybe I was somebody he just wanted to fuck. He used to tell me I was Tina Madoti to his Edward Weston, a thousand frames an hour. A thousand frames an hour as he spun around me with that camera snapping. Maybe I was his jump and leap like a fish out of water from some small Indiana town who had made it out to Los Angeles after Vietnam, barely intact, out of the hate, where on some kind of military scholarship, he got to get an MFA at the San Francisco Institute of the Arts. Little did he know, I had intended CalArt for myself at 14. I thought I wanted that then. Maybe I was just another Cinderella in his long line of those. I was the girl who lived on Red Rose Way once upon a time. I was the reddest bloom he would ever pluck. I was the girl who took all his cheap tinfoil wrapped roses stolen one by one from his own married garden. And those petals, those petals would become my tears. That was copyright Adrian Wilson from the novel uh, Newspaper People that I'm writing in NaNoWriMo this November of 2021.